Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Ewan Downey. He's the CEO of Premier Gold. Uh, we spoke to him about 18 months ago. Obviously, things have advanced significantly. And today's big news is the acquisition by Equinox of a number of their assets. They are, however, going to spin out some of their Nevada assets. And that's what we talked to him about. New company called I80 uh, will be managing those. They've got uh, production profile, advanced development uh, projects, and exploration. So lots going on, hitting the floor running. Do you want to thoughts and opinions on what they're going to be doing there? You can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Uh, we can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There's commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies. There are training courses on there to help you with your diligence process. We've got summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you some time because we know you're busy. And if you want to join a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe, friendly environment, free from trolling, abuse and judgment, uh, go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Ewan, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. Well, thank you for speaking to us. I know you're in the middle of the BMO conference, uh, but we need to catch up. We haven't spoken since July 2019, uh, and you've been um, doing some rather big deals. Uh, so we want to hear about them. Yeah, we recently announced a transaction whereby Equinox will be acquiring Premier, primarily the Canadian assets and our Mexican gold mine. And as part of the transaction, we'll be spinning out I-80 Gold, a new Nevada-focused gold company that uh, has production and significant upside through permitted development stage projects. Right. Okay. So I, I want to mainly talk about I-80 because I think that's a, that's exciting bit here. But we better just tip our hat towards the uh, the deal with Equinox. Obviously, there had been an ongoing court case resolved but quite a big capex. Why did you Why did you want to do the deal with Equinox? Could you not have done it yourself? Yeah, well, we were we were obviously in uh, discussions for some time with Sinfera and Orion to facilitate the transaction that saw Orion acquire Sinfera's fifty percent ownership in in the Greenstone project and uh, highlighted by our flagship Hard Rock mine uh, or mine development project. And we felt that since the court case is going to be settled through the acquisition, that the project would be now in a position to proceed because it is uh, completely shovel ready. The biggest question would have been, since it's a plus $1 billion uh, capital project, is how does Premier finance its share of that capital? And, and we were in discussions. We had been approached by uh, a number of parties about Hard Rock if it wasn't in court, but felt felt Equinox was really the right fit. They have the financing to build it. They're a multi-asset producer, so it provides our shareholders with the exposure to additional assets. And most importantly, they uh, they have been calling themselves an America's focused producer, but they're they're missing Canada in their uh, in their portfolio. And with this acquisition, uh, they they get four projects in Canada. And therefore, I think that will lower their geopolitical risk profile, so to speak, and, and should be very good for the Equinox shareholders and Premier shareholders long term. Well, they've the right skill, not only do they have deep pockets, but they also got the right skill sets for the, the, the type of project we're talking about here. Just remind us of some of the big headline numbers. Uh, well, the project has uh, reserves of more than five and a half million ounces. Uh, that's the open pit portion only. 
and then it is wide open to depth. There is an underground deposit that hasn't been factored into any of the previous economics that we've uh, we featured in, and therefore very significant upside potential and uh, likely a mine that will be in production for well over 20 years. And it really, uh, I think it will really become one of the flagship assets within Equinox as well. And um, and we do expect, uh, hopefully it'll start construction this summer. And Equinox just announced this week that they've successfully entered into an agreement with Orion to acquire an additional 10%. So they'll be the 60% owner now, which is is really good for the, their company. So it's it's, it's a good, uh, definitely a good deal for them. 358,000 additional ounces a year for, for 14 years. I'm, I'm sure they're very pleased with that. It's a good deal for the management team because one less headache to deal with. You don't have to go and raise a ton of uh, capital. Is it the best deal for your existing shareholders? Yes, that definitely. That was my opinion. I'm I'm listed as one of the top uh, within the top ten shareholders of the company, and I really, really, truly felt that it could have been viewed as an overhang on our shares for some times until the project was financed and subsequent to that built, which will take about two years. So. Uh, could have really been something that kind of put a damper on the premier shares for some times. And and the I-80 Spinco financing was no, uh, it needed a financing too. And we just financed that last week in a very trying market. We're, we're pretty happy with the outcome of that and and getting ready, hopefully in the next couple to few weeks to launch I-80 Gold trading on the Toronto Stock Exchange. It'll be an exciting new rebirth for for us in in some regard. Okay, well, let, let, okay, we're going to talk about it. I promise. Okay, so the 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 transaction with uh, Equinox, good for all concerned. Hasn't been much feedback or sorry, pushback in the market, and I'm sure you're going to talk about it ad infinitum on lots of occasions. But I, I want to talk to you about I80 because um, that seems quite exciting to me. Uh, you're obviously well. See, this is the thing. Sometimes you see people make a lot of money and they go, Do you know what? I'm just going to kick my uh, boots off and go sit on a beach somewhere. You're not doing that. No, I'm, I'll be this uh, chief executive officer officer of I-80, uh, where I've really uh, enjoyed building our portfolio in Nevada over the past several years. Uh, the Fraser Institute just ranked uh, Nevada number one in terms of uh, global investment attractiveness. It's uh, a state that's very pro-mining and um, I, I think has still has substantial uh, opportunity for new discoveries and building large deposits. And I really think it's really a central place to build a company. And when you look back at the histories of Newmont and Barrick, both of them were, were really built out of their success in Nevada. And we're parked right in the middle of the uh, Nevada Gold Mines joint venture. We're their only operating partner. And I think we offer a very unique opportunity for investors. Okay, well, let's talk about this. I'm, 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 we're going to go slightly rush through this, but you, you must come back on and tell us the story properly because you're in the middle of a BMO conference and we're kind of slotting, slotting each other into our, our schedules. But, um, okay, you've raised some money. Now, it's the, obviously, the gold's come off a bit, um, still at a rate which I think most people have been happy with if you gave it, if you asked them two years ago. But how much easier was it to raise capital despite the, the, the market, given what you've just done with Equinox? Uh, I, I'd say it was it was no easier. Um, I think uh, in large part the the finances that came in were from our existing long term shareholders, and I'd like to think that they've 
Um, a lot of them were with us, with Wolfden back in the early 2000s. And Premier was a spin co, much like I-80 is a spin co. And I think, um, I think given the success and our growing the company that um, they, they are sticking with us and viewing that this is the right team to do it again, so to speak. Um, Wolfden was taken over. Subsequent to that, Premier was. And Premier, which was the spin co, basically a free share, much like I-80, um, transacted for more than twice what Wolf then did. So maybe we can do it again and double up uh, if, if I-80 were to be acquired one day. Okay, well, let, let, so let's talk about it. You better tell us about the assets. So what, so what have you got? What do you know about them? The asset portfolio, I think, is second, maybe in the United States, only to Nevada Gold Mines. And uh, Nevada Gold Mines was formed when New Mountain Barrack put all of their, most of their Nevada projects into a new company, that's uh, a joint venture company that is uh, is is considered the largest gold mining complex in the world. And we've assembled now with the acquisition that is uh, taking place as part of this uh, Spinco, the Getcho property. We have three projects sort of in the middle of Nevada gold mines. And the South Arturo proper project that we have is the only operating partnership with Nevada gold mines. So um, we do have a very unique relationship with the, the largest producer in the state and Nevada Gold Mines really has significant um, processing capability because they have multiple mills and autoclaves, uh, roasters in amongst the, their various projects and the ore from South Arturo is processed there and we hope to leverage our relationship with Nevada Gold Mines uh, to allow us to continue to grow our business in Nevada and sort of be a junior partner, so to speak, to Nevada Gold Mines. Okay, so given given where you're at, you're, having, you're starting again. You're starting up again. I, I, you obviously obviously like that, but a glutton for punishment. But you've raised some money. So how do you approach this? What's the plan? We have the producing mine. So at the South Arturo Joint Venture, where we own 40%, Nevada Gold Mine 60, we are producing. So we are a cash-flowing company right out of the gate. Um, we are expanding the El Nino underground mine, which is the only operating center, but we are permitted to build the phase one, phase three and heat leach projects. So there's a significant additional resource on that property that is, um, I guess, shovel ready. It's ready to be developed uh, at the timing we decide as a partnership. And we have an upcoming JV meeting with Nevada Gold Mines at the end of March. And we expect to uh, discuss in some details the timing of if and when we're going to build the next of those projects. And it's my hope and I wouldn't say my expectation, but I, I'm, I'm re reasonably optimistic that at least one of those projects is going to be green lighted at the upcoming JV meeting and moved into our mine plan. And therefore, we'll see our production profile um, in the future increase in Nevada. And at the same time, uh, the cash balance gives us the the capital that will be required to build out those projects. And we we have sufficient capital, even if the decision was made to build two of those this year, we would be in a good financial position to participate with them in the in that build. And that would significant in, significantly increase our production profile. And it also provides us with the capital to move the new Getcho project that we're acquiring as part of this transaction from Waterton into what we hope is a production decision at the end of this year. We'll have a very aggressive program. We'll be performing underground and surface drilling 
on the high-grade uh, 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 Pinson deposit, which is the underground portion, as we continue to advance the high-grade heap leach option on that property. And I'd like to think that in 2022, we will have made a decision to proceed with the development of the Pinson underground mine, which would again result in significant growth in our production profile. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems it's it's really it's a really interesting model. I mean, it's I, I guess there's not too much you can bring from your learnings at Premier because you're starting at a different place. You've got advanced projects, well, production um, uh, profile there too, but you've got such advanced projects. I've got a sort of question. It's like, do we just sit and wait for you to kind of get these all into production and that 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 that's that's the kind of model you're employing or are we going to see more acquisition or are you going to be reliant on expiration? Because I haven't heard the word expiration too many times in this conversation. I, I think it will be a combination of the, the various aspects. We, I truly believe what we built in Premier was world-class. We, we'd assembled uh, multiple projects, um, a perm, fully permitted mine and uh, mine development project in Canada, a producing mine in Mexico, producing mine in Nevada and a suite of high-grade projects in Nevada to be advanced. And we really feel that we weren't embraced for that large diversified portfolio approach, which is why before the announcement of the takeover, we were, we were already discussing splitting up the company and making the I-80 anyways. And, and while we're, we're a bit diversified, much like we were in Nevada, uh, we can show our property package in one small picture. So everything is uh, centrally located in the primary production. Um, like I said, Nevada Gold Mines is the largest producing gold producing complex in the world and we're parked within that complex. So I think it's more of a simplified story. We're focused just on Nevada. We are financed to pursue our growth uh, that we want to do and we intend to grow in in that same area. We do view that there are additional opportunities um, with our currently permitted projects. We offer an organic growth opportunity to, I believe, uh, increase our production from where it is today five or tenfold um, easily with fully permitted projects. And every project that we have remains open for expansion. So. Our target is over the next several years to again double our resources in Nevada and, and build up our resources to be approximately 10 million ounces. And there's not too many uh, small uh, mid-tier producers with 10 million ounces in their portfolio. And we truly view that that opportunity is there in our existing projects. And we will, um, we will continue to have exploration and even acquisitions as an important part of our business. It's, 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 I'm truly fascinated by this because you said it's a very, very, in a way, very simple um, plan. And the portfolio is a, is a very, you know, simple approach to the, building the portfolio. And that's why I asked you at the beginning, you know, how, how was it easier to raise capital because of the reputation you'd built up for yourself at Premier and doing the deal with Equinox? And I, because I often wonder why companies like yours or with the, what you've just described, need to go public. Could, could, was there a time where you ever thought of, well, perhaps we could keep this private? Yeah, I'd say definitely probably about a year, year and a half ago, we had some internal discussions about potentially making the Nevada portfolio private. Um, but 
in the public sector, it, it does make it sometimes a little more uh, easy to raise capital. Um, I know there's a lot of private equity uh, in, the, in the gold sector, but does that private equity invest in other private? Um, that, that's probably a question we would have had to answer, but really it's to brought, provide our shareholders, a lot, of, a lot of whom have been with us for uh, a long period of time, liquidity so that if and when they, they might want to exit the stock, they had that, the opportunity to do that. And I invest in other mining companies and I like that opportunity to, to divest in my shares if at some point I feel that um, maybe the gold price in my opinion is peaked or in the base metal sector, if I feel that the base metals are, are on a downward trend, I may, may sell a bit of my base metal portfolio. And in a private company, you don't have that opportunity. It's, it's uh, cash that's uh, basically sitting and, and waiting. So I um, um, really felt that um, it, this was the right opportunity to spin out our, our U.S. assets. The market was, at the time when we first announced our intent to do that, the market was was really flying. And uh, last week we raised our capital, it was on a downward trend, but I think the fundamentals for gold are extremely strong going forward, given the uh, printing of cash worldwide. And and um, I just think that the, the the timing right now for for building a new gold company is as good as it's ever been. And despite the, the current um, um, view towards the gold sector in the market, which is a little negative right now, we've seen that turn on a dime and a uh, month from now, it could be uh, very hot. And uh, despite that, I think anything over $1,500 gold is a very, very good gold price. And, and even though the market's treating it like gold's at going back to zero <laughs> lately, I think it's in a very strong position. Uh, companies like ours uh, per ounce are generating significant cash flow and um, a lot more cash flow than some of these businesses you see in the United States trading at trillions of dollars on a per unit cost. So I think the gold business is being a bit overlooked, but that will change. And um, and I, and uh, you, to your other question, I, I I do believe that a lot of the reason are the participants in in uh, closing that successful uh, transaction was just a, a history of. Um, success that has been built through Wolfden and, and on to Premier and hopefully the belief that we'll do it again here with I-80. Well, look, Ian, I'm just very conscious that you need to be somewhere in one minute's time. Thank you very much. Please come back on and let's dive down into the, the weeds, as it were, and talk about the, talk about those projects and uh, get up with the conclusion of the Equinox deal. And congratulations. All right. Thank you very much. Good to, Good to be on and thanks for having me on your show. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.